What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sap. It is August 25th, 2021. This is the Fightful Post AEW Dynamite Review. Make sure you leave a thumbs up, you subscribe, tap that bell for notifications. It really helps. I dropped an interview with Seamus, former world champion, on uh, youtube.com slash Fightful on Tuesday. And how about we give you one with Drew McIntyre this weekend? We've got plenty of them coming. Uh, did a lot of work in Las Vegas, but we're back home now. We're here talking AEW Dynamite. Uh, make sure you uh, show us some love with that thumbs up, or you can donate a super chat. I mean, not or. I'd rather you do both. Uh, leave a thumbs up. It's free, but donate a super chat. It gets your question or statement read right on the air. We have somebody who's collecting them in the back end, and they will uh, apply it to the segment in which it should go to. We've got Alex Palowski here who, my God, we... We've got him on the CM Punk schedule. It's like yep. it's like he had that reduced schedule for so long, and I now, did. Now we got him stepping it up and filling yeah. in and all this stuff. Yeah, my God, Alex. Yeah, no, I, I was, I was, I was, I was, I was one of the what do they call a a a, a lazy part timer, a, a part time bastard. We was a lot of things that we, uh, but now, but now I'm back. Like I, 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 I signed on the dotted line, and now you got me back full time. So now I guess you're gonna use me. That's the thing. Oh, you don't have a limit on how many dates on your on your, well. Now you're working house shows, buddy. <laughs> you're going on exactly. A uh, Alex will be doing our all out post show. I think it's with Kate. I don't even know at this point. Yeah. Uh, but Kate did join Alex on Sour Graps last night for the funeral of NXT, and we got Robert D. Feliz. Robert will be filling in for me on next week's post dynamite and rampage show i'm trying to keep track of all this stuff because there were times like i think i, I promoted you for a, a friday show it was actually joel like uh, i should probably get my shit in order but yeah uh, here we are look i'm just trying to work my way into a lazy part-time schedule but i'll, I'll make it <laughs> ah not the plan i have for you pal oh uh, well guys get in those super chats this was an episode of AEW Dynamite. Quite frankly, outside of the CM Punk stuff, I thought it was one of the more missable episodes of AEW Dynamite, maybe that I've seen. Um, I thought there were a lot of matches that, quite frankly, could have been shorter squash matches. The CM Punk thing was the thing I look at, Alex, and I was like, well, I'm glad I saw that. But if anybody told me, hey, you know what? I watched this on YouTube the next day, the clips, I'd be like, well, you didn't miss a lot. Yeah, no, the the punk thing was great. Uh, you knew, I think you you realized that like they know what they've got in punk, so they could just basically build an entire episode around. Hey, he's gonna come out and talk for four minutes, and everyone will feel like they got their money's worth. I don't know how long that's gonna last. Now, um, but uh, for now, first ever dynamite, he comes out. I I thought gives a perfect promo with 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 a tease that we'll talk about. I'm sure, but uh, but everything else, yeah, you're right. I looked at the card and I was like. Well, I'm I'm excited for that tag match in the tournament. Yes. That'll be fun. There's and it was to it, yeah. And, and it was a good match. Um, uh, but everything else felt like stuff that might have been on dark. Like on honestly, yes. and and then they said we're gonna put the Malachi Black squash match in the main event. And I worked myself into a shoot saying there's gonna be some major yes. return or 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 a nod to somebody mm -hmm. who's coming in who they can't say quite yet, but but will be soon a la you know buddy matthews or something yeah. whatever it is and no 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 just nothing yeah. <laughs> so well, yeah it's uh, disappointing 
Robert, one of the benefits is, well, even though I watched this and I was like, I could have missed it. I wasn't like, man, I wish I would have done something else for those two hours. It was like, no, okay, it was fine, but I, I, I wouldn't be excited to watch Dynamite every week if every show were like this. Yeah, but that's the beauty of this show is I say it every week. Unlike Raw, you feel like, okay, that went by quick and it wasn't offensive. But yeah, it definitely felt like it could have been a little hotter considering they were coming out of a show where CM Punk debuted and they did record numbers. Well, we got plenty of super chats already. Some stupid punk says there are still people not subscribed to Fightful. I tell you what, my friend, there are there are far fewer now than there were about a month ago. And Alex sees that back end of, of Select. He knows that to be true. It's It's yep. been a great month for us. Um, and as a result, it's opened up a lot more work for people. So we appreciate it. Uh, Intangible One says, Robert looking 10 years younger. Look yeah. at that. Yeah. Look at I that. Am. Yes, I am. And what can you do? <laughs> Andrew says, are AEW planning on doing shows in the UK? Not at the moment. There's They got to sort out this whole pandemic issue right now. Caleb says, SRS and everyone at Fightful, keep up the great work. The tease from Punk is what we all needed. I love it. Um, yeah, that was great. And we will definitely get to that. Tyler Center says, do I drop a, an amount of money to buy tickets for the Orlando Dynamite or do I be responsible with my money? Uh, tickets are not that expensive for AEW. They're very yeah. cost effective and it's almost always worth going to it. Now, I, I think if I were in a, a live audience and I saw CM Punk tonight, I'd probably feel satisfied, but I, I think they're, they're going to be all right. I think they're, I think it's going to be an okay show. Uh, but we have Ricardo saying that was a great fast passing show, but Joey bag of donuts says one of the more meh episodes of dynamite in the Ryle nerd guru saying it was fine. Just fine. I don't know why they chose the main event with that, but sometimes you swing and miss the Cody verse still kind of sucks. Uh, Anakin says it's like one of the first just fine uh, episodes since the Friday apps. Yeah. They've been on yeah. a hot streak since the Friday shows were uh, off and, this was just like, oh, not how I think you should have followed up CM Punk. Sean says, the two Miami shows they announced tonight as on-sale starter list are on Ticketmaster, AWTX, Ticks, or the venue website, did they make a mistake? No, they didn't. Um, but I'm sure that they'll they'll rectify that very soon. Six Fingers says, mediocre dynamites are so infrequent. Small price to pay. Very yeah. small, I think. I would imagine they're going to, they'll probably hear the criticism and come back uh, with fire next week but we started with orange cassidy and matt hardy robert i thought this was fun as hell i yeah. thought this is one of my favorite things on the show this proves why crowds are necessary because without a crowd this match is meaningless and matt hardy did the delete stuff and was about as over with that as he's been in more than a year orange cassidy's great i saw a lot of people on twitter saying Revy Hardy was going to come for him for taking that money. And this is just a lot of fun. Yeah, there, there were those, the kick delete trades, which I thought were a lot of fun. Matt Hardy reaching his hands into his pockets, bringing out money was great. And then Orange Cassidy grabbing it and then putting it in his pocket. This was simple, effective. It shows you how versatile a Matt Hardy is, Alex, because I think this is the kind of match that you would want to see Matt Hardy have with Orange Cassidy, I think. Oh, absolutely. Um, 
yeah, I, I thought it was great. And it was it was the perfect choice to start the night off with it because the crowd was hot. They were there to see CM Punk. They were totally into it. By the middle of the second hour, right around the time the, the gun club was in there with QT Marshall, yeah. uh, like they were done. Like, and, and that's too bad because like, I think they got all themselves all wound up for punk, but this slot was perfect for this match because they, they were in it. Like they, the, the, the trading of the chance with, um, with, uh, with the, Oh, delete that, that thing was, they, they were ready for it. And I was really uh, excited to see that, uh, Matt Hardy, uh, got his nose b- 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 busted. Cause that was a lot of blood. Uh, orange Cassidy had so much blood on his jeans i was like you don't want to put your hands in that man you should probably do some sanitizing with that i would think yeah i got lost for a second my apologies oh. my, my connection crapped out for for a brief second matt was busted open yeah uh, i i feel like they should have like those jeans that orange Cassidy was wearing it like on display at like a fan fest or something <laughs> like because they had blood all over them Yes, this was harmless, fun stuff. I thought this was a really, really good segment. Um, we've got Flow Pro for show says, "Relax, fellas. They plant seed, which bloom in awesome payoffs. How much those belts run? Why is it when we say this was a mediocre show? And now I, I thank you for sending in money and and all that stuff. But you just say AEW is a mediocre show, and it's hey, hey, hey." Hey, relax, pal. The show wasn't that good to us. It's okay. You can think it was. As as we always say, like dynamite is uniformly great. So maybe yes. we're grading it on a curve. Like, yes. like <laughs> this, this would be a fantastic episode of Raw. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like if if everything on Raw is just decent, that's a good episode of Raw. Usually there's some stinkers. But this, oh, yeah. I mean, this is a what five. Five and a half out of ten at worst episode of Dynamite, but yeah. like there are there are lots of one and twos out of ten that I watch Raw, man. Yeah, I I don't know how much the belts are. Sorry, Robert, what were you saying? No, it's just the truth. Like if we say everything is great, then we're on the payroll apparently. But if we even say it's slightly mediocre, apparently we're being too harsh. It's very hey, weird. Hey, hey, let me talk. Let me talk. One of those. Andrade versus Pac sounds amazing, says Daniel yes. R. Oh, it does. It sounds it a lot sure better does. than a lot of that AEW All Out card, which has a rematch, uh, a star from Japan that nobody asked to come over, and a tall Paul match. Uh, we'll talk about that. Um, Nerguru says, thoughts and prayers for Pat McAfee. Hope he's back soon. I do, too, because he's mm. really, really great. Uh Kayla Maldonado says, SRS and everyone at Fightful keep up the great work as always. The T, well, never mind. I already read that and actually sent it to our mod to put it somewhere else, but there it is. Alicia Ellis says, my brain tells me that, uh, well, that belongs somewhere else as well. Um, So we'll uh, move on to DKC Return saying, it felt like a showcase episode. I watch it with a non-fan and they liked a lot of the people they wanted her to like. So, hey. Yeah, that was. Uh, it did seem like that. Yeah, yeah. It was a. It was. A, it was a basic standard episode where it was like, "Hey, this like basically this is wrestling." I wonder if they were wondering if they were gonna like they weren't trying to do too much because there might be getting a lot of people watching Dynamite for the first time because of Punk. 
So like, here's just basically what we do here, as opposed to we're, we're, we're really deep into this feud. Here's a bunch of lore and all this kind of stuff. It was just like, this is professional wrestling for people who haven't watched in a while. Mikey T says smooth Robert for the win. Well, uh, after the first match, we got Jericho speaking. He comes out he gets a great ovation. He says he's done a lot of stuff like the, the light tubes and going through glass and all that stuff. Um, and he calls out MJF. He challenges MJF to another match. And Robert, for like months, I was like, I'm afraid Jericho's going to beat MJF. I'm afraid Jericho's going to beat MJF. Seems like we might be heading that way. You know, I was so happy when MJF beat Jericho. I was like, okay, good. They made the right decision. We can move on. Maybe MJF will fight somebody else, somebody that we hear is coming in. And here comes Jericho to say, Hey, let's just do it again because I won't get over this and it'll never end. And it's like, but it should end. He beat you three times. Move on. And then you do the worst thing when you put the, you just tell us everything that's going to happen because it's, oh, if Jericho loses, he'll never wrestle again, which either you're going to lie to us and he will, or Jericho's going to beat MJF, which shouldn't happen. And I hate this. Alex? Yeah, this is bad. Like Jer Jericho coming out, by the way, I, I, I thought his jacket was spectacular in all the wrong ways. Like <laughs> one shoulder had like a kid's bike tassel on it and not the other shoulder. It was this that I'm so over like the, the hey, by the way, did you know I'm a rock and roll guy? Um, I just I just don't love it. I just don't love it at all. But his thing of like I lost to MJF not once, not twice, but three times, and I tapped out in the third one. But it's not over. Yes, it is, Jericho. Yeah. Yes, it is. And I really have to apologize for my fellow Milwaukeeans in that audience. Don't cheer for that. Don't cheer for the guy who comes out and says, I lost three times, but I want another match. Yes. Like, no, you lost. You lost fair and square, dude. You lost. And, look, and this is where I have an issue with this story and this feud. FTR, the former LAX, a problem powerful, they're running it back. MJF and Chris Jericho, they're running it back. Pinnacle and Inner Circle, they ran it back. One of the things I love so much about AEW is you don't always run it back. And that's mm -hmm. what they're doing. They're always running it back here. I think they took one look at the Wardlow-Jake Hager match and they said, we ain't running that one back. No, We ain't no. doing that. Now, FTR problem powerful, I get Right. That was yeah, that's a snafu. Yes. MJF doesn't need to lose to Jericho. Now, this could just be a huge swerve. And again, AEW is usually pretty good with that. Usually pretty good with that. But I got to tell you, based on how some of this all-out card is looking, I'm like, mm, I don't know. Because let's see, we got Moxley taking on again somebody we didn't ask for. I'm all for the tall Paul chant, but nobody asked for that match. And everybody asked for a match that wasn't Kenny Omega, Christian Cage, and they're running that back from a rematch from a couple weeks ago. Starting to see some, some not-so-healthy familiarities here. Um, now, I, I hope this is a swerve and MJF beats him again. Yes. Because you know what that is, Alex? That is MJF's. I beat Stone Cold and The Rock in the same night. Right. 
I beat Chris Jericho four times and retired him yeah. is MJF's that you could, it's the thing that Jericho did for years. He'll he'll dine out on that for a decade. He's the guy who retired Jericho. And and honestly, when 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 MJF came out to address it, he was like, dude, just leave me alone. I told myself after I beat you for the third time that I was never gonna wrestle you again. Yeah. But here's an offer I don't think I can refuse to be the one who made you go away forever. Mm -hmm. I think I'd like to be that person. But here's the thing for me. Uh, he's, he, Jericho did say, I'll never wrestle in AEW again, which <laughs> yeah. means maybe he will never wrestle in AEW again, but it'll allow himself to do like New Japan stuff if he wants, or maybe have that one like Lance Storm match somewhere in Canada that like is uh, somewhere else. Like it's just like this yes. thing that like that's my last match or whatever. But also the 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 choice of um because I want him to retire so bad, but he sucks so hard on commentary. Like, do I have to pick one? Can't he just go away entirely? Because he's so terrible on commentary on Rampage, just it, screeching everything in the middle really of really feels like somebody got in his ear like halfway through that first show and was like, yeah. You gotta tone it down. Yeah, buddy. he got better. He got better. Let's see what he's on Friday. There are little things, Robert, you can tell that commentary gets in their ear. Like, if you listen to the CM Punk, uh, if you watch his return, you'll hear somebody going, and it's like yeah. somebody got in there and said, stop fucking clapping, please. Yeah. yeah. Or turn your mic off. Yeah. Let's stop the presses real quick. Crispy325 says, SRS, most handsome man in wrestling journalism. Thanks for all you do. Much love and appreciation. Robert, your thoughts? Well, I wasted time shaving my face, clearly. I mean, <laughs> go ahead, Sean. Just go ahead. Alex, Alex, what are your thoughts on this? This person donated a lot, uh, a pretty heavy super chat. So I want to make sure they get all the attention and love they deserve. Well, I know I'm I'm a I'm a I'm an analyst and a commentator. So uh I'm I'm the most handsome person man in that saying you'd be the most famous journalist because i am definitely not a real journalism at oh, all oh my god thank you very much for this super chat uh six finger says maybe jericho sees a healthy roster and moves out of the way yeah i mean i was told months ago he was being phased into commentary um it's one of those things i didn't report because i was like man so much can change and he seems like the kind of guy that'd be like no i'm not you mark and then yeah, yeah. look he said He'll never tell you when he's done. And I believe him more there than thinking, oh, well, this is a setup for him to retire. I think, and this is me just digging way into the weeds, but if MJF loses here, that means he hasn't won at all out, which means next year he's got to win it and he wins the big one. Nerd Guru says, do you and Denise have a response to the gauntlet being thrown down by Calix last night? Okay, to which in the reply, in the in the comments, I instinctively said this because <laughs> I'm not used to this. Oh, wait. Okay. Yeah. No, <laughs> last night, the, the, the dream team of Alex and Kate was dubbed Kalex. Um, and and that somebody said that there needs ah, to be a, a mixed tag match between you and Denise and me and Kate. I'm pretty ah, sure I'm allergic to Kalex, whatever that is. <laughs> 
<laughs> I am a lucha says here's see Palowski talk all that smoke to the Tom Lord's face about beating him in the ring and hiding behind Denise and whatnot. Get him SRS. Uh, like, I, like I this don't, is, I just... this is the most WWE thing. You do a show where you crap on WWE mm-hmm. twice a week on Fightful Select, mm-hmm. but you're trying to get me and Denise to do this. Can we coexist gimmick? I, I, said, I said, Kate and I agreed. We have an advantage because can they even coexist is made for you and Denise. I'm going to coexist with you two better than I do my partner. <laughs> what are you talking about? Ian Hunter said, Think to avoid another rematch, Bucks get involved in tag team final for double DQ and a cage match is a three-way. Well, let's it. let's talk about that. Tag team tournament match. Um, I'm I, I like this. Varsity blondes get better every week. They they just look like a team. They really do look like a team. Lucha Brothers win. Uh, I thought this might lead to the varsity blondes maybe getting their title shot in cincinnati but then the more i think about it it's like all right if you're going the future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about that's why we've created the hefty renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials to participate simply fill up an orange hefty renew bag with accepted items tie it up and drop it in with your regular recycling that's it it's that easy it's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. Cincinnati Varsity Blondes probably should win there. They should probably just win a tag team match in Brian Pillman's hometown. This was good stuff. It was a lot different. Like you had Brian Pillman trading super kicks with Penta, you're starting to see. I mean, he he did like a running Hurricane Rana, running running head scissors, yeah. whatever the hell you want to call it. People will give me shit. Me, like, it was actually not a Frankenstein, right? It was uh, <laughs> running. Well, it was what it was, and it looked impressive. I will always gasp, Robert, at that throwing dive that Phoenix and Penta do. Yeah, yeah, that is amazing. But uh, Lucha Brothers get the win. We'll talk about that before the post match. Uh, Phoenix and Penta are great, and they deserve to be put against the best in the world. Varsity Blondes get better every week, and they're a really good TV tag team. I want to see Pillman and Griff win the titles, but that's not for them here. Clearly, this is being set up for Lucha Brothers and Young Bucks to bounce around a cage in Chicago, which I'm all for, but I don't necessarily want to look past Jurassic Express. So, Alex, one of the things I loved about this post-match was the Young Bucks coming out and shoving Jurassic Express into the Lucha Brothers. And they weren't like, hey, man! Like this with each other. They were like, we saw that shit. (laughs) We're not stupid. There are monitors. There's a a really big one right over there. We can (laughs) see this. In the UFC, Roger Huerta used to look up at that monitor and elbow people from behind. (laughs) 
while he was in a fight. Like yeah. they can see it. Yeah. I loved this. It, and I shouldn't love this, Alex. This should be commonplace. Yes, it should. But it's them. It's AEW being like, uh, we know the trope and we're going to oh, do yeah. the opposite of the trope. Yeah. Um, both Lucha Bros and the Jurassic Express both don't like the Young Bucks. It's not like, you know, the enemy of my enemy is is my also my enemy. No, my friends. Yes. That, let's let's take out these dudes because they're douche nozzles. Also, um, I I can't tell you how much I love um that let's pan through front row of the crowd. It's here it is, Jurassic Express, it's Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus uh, taking in the match from the front row. And it's Jungle Boy like in a hoodie and a t-shirt, jeans watching it, and Luchasaurus just there in full regalia because because he doesn't have street clothes, he's a dinosaur. Yes. I yeah. thought that was hilarious. Um, and I did love that moment where like it was like they they had like a respectful rivalry between the two tag teams. And as soon as the Young Bucks got involved, it was like, no, 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 screw these guys. Let's both do tandem dives at them. And then Phoenix and Jungle Boy had that moment where you're we like, oh, man, I really want to see that one-on-one -on -one match. Can I see that? I want to see that for the title. That would be really good one day. Wouldn't that be great? I, I AEW does this wonderful thing where anytime two guys are in the ring next to each other, I go... I want to see that match. Yeah. And like they have this wonderful roster of all those guys that make me do that. And the reality is they'll probably play that footage whenever it's time to do the match because yep. they have a, a nice way of making you interested in things that should have minimal interest. I don't know. Kind of like the main event tonight. Mm -hmm. Like people yeah. were just like, LOL, he's going to get killed. Let's all tune in and watch it. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was really good. And of course this is for the, this is in the tournament. So it matters. And that's that's pretty awesome. Ricardo says a couple extra dollars for Team Kalex. Uh, and Chris Rain says, I am Team Kalex. Well, thank you because Alex went overtime, so we got to pay Kate extra probably. Uh, <laughs> I don't think she even knows about that, so keep it on the hush hush. Some <laughs> uh, team. Rob Wilkins says, <laughs> I shaved for the watch along. And we had record low numbers. Kalex, is it Kalex or Kalex? I, I think it's supposed to be Kate. And Alex, so Kalex. Kalex. Okay. Okay. Kalex sounds like a medication you don't want to <laughs> buy at the store in front of a cashier. I wish I had a Bluetooth segue tonight. Um, Alicia Ellis says, here's some money for putting up with my constant DMs, Sean. I mean, I get probably 100 a day, so no big deal. I Am Lucha says, Team Hollywood Dong Lords. You know what? Be cool. Pretty cool. Uh <laughs> Uh, J.K. Schwal says, still in the arena, and yeah, you weren't wrong about the AEW atmosphere for shows. Unbelievably fun. It is. Even for shows like this, It everybody wants everything to succeed. Yep. Um, I Am Here says, uh, do you, do you want to, uh, Giannis? Giannis, yeah. Giannis, just, somebody yelled at me for saying Giannis, uh, just appeared at AEW Dynamite and held the title. That's what you want, Alex. Yeah. That's that's what you want if you're <sighs> AEW. Yeah. No, he's Brewers he's owner. Yeah. Giannis. Yeah, he's there with his with his brother, for, uh, also a champion. Uh, and and they're they're there. They get the, they got the full treatment, man. Tony Khan's out there with them, and they're holding up the thing. It's perfect. I love it. I mean, they they were down four one. The Brewers, in which he owns, uh, were down four to one. He shows up in the seventh inning. Yep. And they rally back to victory. That's I right. hate it. <laughs> hate it. I thought the Reds were going to pick up three this week. 
No. Uh, 813 Car Guy says Team Kalex would win. Denise would pull a Lashley and walk out on SRS. The Dong Lord and the Dump Lord says Cliff Beard. Hey, keep these super chats rolling. We don't usually get any of these playful super chats <laughs> during AEW. People are actually talking about wrestling on the show. But um, more, more on the Jericho thing. Chris Brown says it feels like the last stop for Jericho on the farewell tour. The exacting phrase of never wrestle in AEW specifically was telling to me. No. No. I mean, I think there are enough matches for him to, to kind of pull out in AEW. Scott says, just me or do Pinnacle feel dead already? I wouldn't say dead, but FTR haven't been there for like a month. They've been out. No, people just don't care about Sean Spears to that level. And Wardlow well, is more silent. It's, it's yeah. MJF holding down the fort right now. It's Listen, you will never be able to convince me that it, it, that it, that it was the right decision to have the inner circle go over the pinnacle in that in that stampede match because the inner circle have basically been broke up since anyway yes. so yeah. break them up and make the pinnacle into a absolute unit who never go anywhere without the rest of them and they always have each other's back and they are even if they don't hold the title whoever's got a title has got to watch out for those guys because there's five of them like that is a they make them into the heel stable of AEW and instead, it feels like we can't get past it unless Jericho lets us because MJF is going to be stuck doing the Jericho stuff. And so, like, it's it just doesn't – it's too bad. But I, I, I will say that I'm, I'm, I'm very happy that the, the damage to, to, to Cash Wheeler's forearm oh, gosh, um, isn't, isn't worse. But, but, but it, it, heard, it, it is scary. Has Nerve damage like, is not good. That is legitimate, by the way. That is That's a, not an good, actual man. thing. He's had trouble. Like there, there was some concern about, quite frankly, it firing off, as they mentioned. Um, that's rough, and I'm glad to see them on their way back. Man, Dax and Cash can cut a promo, and I mean an old school style. Old we're school gonna fight promo. you, and we're gonna yeah. win, and that matters like, to us. Promo, like basically, like I, I don't, I, I don't know if this we're gonna be part time or we got to go away, but we're going to get one more no matter what. And then Love Cash it. Wheeler doing the like, where I'm from, you rub some dirt on it and get back in. And might I just add, Cash, I love you, buddy. <laughs> but I'm not so sure that rubbing some dirt on an open wound is oh. the best course of action. I'm not a doctor, but, you know. Whew, man. Liam Daly says, first super chat, Sean, Robert, Alex, you guys rock. Decent show tonight. Do you think this is Jericho's last or he will face Lance Storm eventually? I think he'll face Lance Storm eventually. I think that unspo or that that agreement means something to them. Lance Storm told me he would do it, so I think so. Yeah. yeah. Marco Carmona says we didn't need the final rematch for All Out, nor the Proud and Powerful FTR rematch next week. I'm watching behind the stream. Yeah, I think we did need Proud and Powerful FTR. We didn't get we're what we we still need that one. Nobody watched that and said perfect. That what yeah. they deserved and needed was something like best friends and proud and powerful. Yeah. That's what that was, yeah, was yeah. worthy of. And hate that what happened in Charlotte happened in Charlotte because I know that had to have meant a lot to FTR. Yeah. Uh, as for all out, yes, I agree. I agree. Uh, Cliff Beard says Jericho did say he wouldn't wrestle in AEW, so maybe he still has a few more matches in New Japan or even Impact as a part of a crossover. Yeah. Well, Jericho's going to wrestle in AEW. I just don't see him losing this. And even if he did, I just see it as a way for him to go away and go on tour and then come back as, you know, the returning hero or whatever. Yeah, and uh, the reality is 
Don Callis isn't working in an executive role in Impact, so that in is not there for Jericho anymore. He's probably not like, oh, yeah, I owed Scott Demore some favors or anything <laughs> like that. Uh, well, we saw a match that, <laughs> I mean, it happened. It happened. It was the Gun Club against the Factory, but Emily Cease, uh, our good fellow Kentuckian, talks about what's important. Tall Paul. Tall Paul. Tall Paul. He has acknowledged this chant. He, he is a fan of this chant. He is. So, yes, let me reiterate. If you go to All Out and you do not chant Tall Paul, I will find you. And I will have a stern talking to with you. And then I will look you up on Facebook. I will go to the family tab. I will find out who your mother is. And after my 14-day ban from the platform is up, I will add her because right now I cannot. And you don't want to know where the conversation goes from there. Tall Paul. Tall Paul. Colton Gunn is eighteen and oh. Why is Colton Gunn eighteen and oh, Robert? He don't miss. You know what? What can you say? He's too good, Sean. He is too good. I look. I saw a lot of complaints all weekend. Why is there not another women's match on the card? And this is on the card. It was just a vehicle for Tall Paul who, by the way, has acknowledged this and is even calling himself that in interviews with Chris Van Vliet. So this is a thing. Tall Paul is now a thing. But yeah, Colton Gunn shouldn't be 18-0. I don't know what's going on there. Alex, um, Colton Gunn rolls up QT Marshall, who has a pay-per-view match next week. Yeah, yeah. no. So the only way, the only way is Tall Paul crushing. Yeah. QT. Yeah. I I am so not interested in this no. match outside of Tall Paul. Yeah. Yes. No, it's good. You're gonna you're gonna get um uh the it'll start with Marshall maybe ducking, running out of the ring or whatever for a little bit, getting back in. Uh he'll try try to kick to the knee, and then Paul throw him in the corner, do the big hand slap, maybe the KO punch, choke slam. And that's it. Um, this 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 doesn't need to be. Uh, I'm firm on this. This didn't need to be on dynamite. This is this is this is not a dynamite no, match. This, this is a not this a is a middle of the card dark match. Yes, that's that's this, this is this isn't this doesn't this shouldn't be on dark elevation. No, this should yeah. be on. This should be the. I think main event of dark is is fair. Main Fine. event of dark is fair. Um, because Paul White's got to comment, do commentary on Dark Elevation, right? But you know what? Maybe it fits better on that show, yeah. Because he's already on. He's commentary. already yeah. doing commentary. Yeah. <sighs> Didn't need this. Didn't need this. Um, they keep trying to make fetch happen. Joshua Barker says, "If you want your Paul to be tall, have some Kalex." Um, Mikey <laughs> T MMA show says, "Call Paul, tall Paul." <laughs> Thank you very much. I am dead serious about that. And let me tell you, I'm not going to be the one at the venue to start that because I'll be credentialed. It would be unbecoming of me to do such. And as you know, I, I can't be bought. 
Anakin says, for the record, my mom would probably find you odd. Buddy, your mom would find something. That's for damn sure. Thank you, Sean Gray, for the super chat. Much appreciated. Uh, but we had uh, Swiss Roll Chris saying, off topic, but Alex reminded me, what was worth? Inner Circle defeating Pinnacle or Cena beating Nexus? Oh, <laughs> Cena beating well, Nexus. Hold on. No, yeah, yeah, hold on, Pat. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> they, they didn't kill a whole generation of talent with this one. I mean, hold on. Wait a minute. Listen, let's not – don't get me involved there. Like, like Inner Circle beating, beating Pinnacle was bad. But, like, Cena beating Nexus might be all-time worst. Yeah. Yes. Uh, just just to remind you, Bret Hart was on that winning team there. <laughs> um, well, let's take a look at the members of that Nexus team. Oh, boy. Wade Barrett retired in 2016. David Otunga retired around 2016. Justin Gabriel, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's afraid he'll fall off the edge of the earth somewhere. <laughs> Michael Tarver... <laughs> I had to transcribe a full one-hour interview of his, so let me tell you, I'm not happy he got fired by WWE because if he didn't, I wouldn't have had to do that. Skip Sheffield, uh, who is Ryback, has not wrestled since 2018. Darren that Young, pole, Sean. Darren Young, is the most long-term like success story there because he's never been better than he is right now with New Japan Strong. Heath Slater has been injured. He he had a serviceable career there i mean i think we all looked at that group and we said you know what skip sheffield has a chance um justin gabriel might have a chance and wade barrett might have a chance we know that wdb thought otunga did but we we all kind of knew better if if your finishing move is a uranagi where you don't leave like you, you just throw the person towards the general direction of the ground we know better but still that one hurt a lot yeah just it was just the what it what it meant what it meant was basically we're headed toward a place where we don't build new stars, yes. where we actively keep them down so we can build up the people who are currently stars or will be legends in the future. Yeah, that no, yes. was the beginning of the end. Bucket decal says, what if oh Paul White God. comes out as Captain Insano? It'd be great. Oh, that's an says, idea. Somebody says quarter hour ratings for QT say otherwise. That's nice. Let me know when his segments start at the top of the quarter hour and end right at the bottom of the quarter hour. And I'll take those a little bit more seriously. I prefer the minute by minutes if they're available. Um, eh, well, we'll get to that one later, but uh, we still got a bunch of super chats. Get them in. If you want your question or statement read on the air, Hamp Connell says Romeo and Juliet's favorite fruit cantaloupe. <laughs> ah, Ah, Jose Flores says Robert pulling a Xavier and Mark Marrow of dudes have <laughs> appeared. AW the curse of high standards. Love. Was I just compared to Johnny V. Bad. Oh, I'm sorry. Like I, that, that's not what I expected today. I mean, can you do? Uh, you can probably do a shooting star press. I believe you. I, I think I can. Uh, we have Crispy three twenty five saying big fan SRS. What was it like to be at SummerSlam in person? Well, we got set up at the very tip top where their media box is their press box um it was nice we had a bunch of monitors up there which we saw in like a three second delay we could hear the commentary uh we had catering that was nice it was pretty neat because nobody else did in the venue apparently based on what i heard all the credit card machines were down it was a very good experience the lost vegas experience was just awesome in general it was a blast 
Like I, I, I loved it a lot, but uh, thank you again for the super chat. Uh, Sean Gray says, uh, I heard Lulu Pencil was on the tape dark matches and came out with Emmy. Any truth to this? I think so. I think so, but I wasn't there. Um, so there you go. Uh, Daniel R says it's like AEW thought Hangman Page would be the savior of All Out. Now that he's not on the show on there, the card looks bleak. No, so this is what I'm thinking as I look at this card. They're going, let's get as many familiar faces as we can to get people to go. Oh, Punk's here. Christian's here. Yes. Oh, who's this Kenny Omega? In case you don't know, and then they'll hit you with, oh wow, I'll stick around for Darby Allen. I'll stick around for MJF and whomever else may be on the card. Yeah, so um, we're, we're about to talk about the Moxley thing. Cause, so let's talk about the six-man tag there. Um, I'm, I don't even know if we got any any super chats on on that at all. I have no idea. Yeah, I did. Uh, Ian Hunter said, a little weird building uh, Punk versus Darby, yet keeps him going in this feud with 2.0. And Garcia feels like uh, things are split and the two feuds will have to finalize. I disagree. You can feud with more than one person at a time. Mm-hmm. You can dislike more than one person at a time. I'm fine with that. And, and have- I and I don't. Th- I, I still. I still think that uh, that Darby versus Punk is a one off. It's yes, Punk's yeah. first match back. It's it's the young talent he wants to work with. They have a great match. Shake hands at the end. Darby goes back to what, what he's doing, and I think Punk will have something very important to do almost immediately after that match. So uh, we get this match, and it's fine. You got J.D. Drake. <laughs> J.D. Drake looking like yeah. Big Bubba Rogers facing Hulk Hogan on the first Nitro. Hell yeah. I, quite frankly, I can't remember if this is a regular thing for him, but it's I not. freaking love it. I've, I'd never seen it before, but yeah. you know you know how it is, Robert. If I say that and somebody's like, oh, well, he wore that at Beyond four times in 2017. Well, oh, I, you, well cool, you don't but he never did it on TNT, and that – is what made this so special. Yes. He looked awesome, and I kind of hope that this is regular for him going forward. It was so cool. This is fine. This is good. Sting got involved a little bit, as is tradition. Alex, I was okay with this. This is whatever. Yeah, this is fine. Um, I mean, the, the, listen, the 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 wingmen are just the uh, with, with especially with with Peter Avalon in their corner are just the wonderful quartet of jobbers. Like it's just like I mean, you you feel like Benoni. Should be able to do something like he's very intimidating and big, but he's always just on the losing end. And then you have like Ziggler's brother and and JD Drake, who's who's like uh, what was the, what was the guy who the Amish guy like uh, Amish uh, roadkill. roadkill? Yeah, Roadkill, Roadkill. Team with Danny that? Doring in WC or ECW. Yeah, yeah, that like it's I I just love it. There's like this wonderful um, kind of they get they're all thrown together. This wonderful stew of jobbing. It's perfect. Um, and, and you, and I love, I love Peter Avalon being scared shitless by Sting. Sting just being at Reignite scaring jobbers. Like, it's just yes. like this wonderful retirement home that he gets to go to <laughs> and just scare jobbers. Like, what a wonderful thing for Sting. I love it. Then we get the, uh, John Moxley promo and boy, was this underwhelming. And the more I thought of it, like I tried to convince myself, I tried to talk myself into it and I, I couldn't, man. I'm I'm sure Moxley and Kojima will have an okay match, but that's who he reveals. And I, I this is a match that you put on hour one of Dynamite, or you put it on Rampage and say, hey, check out New Japan Strong this week. It's also on Fridays. 
Yeah. This should not this on all out instead of Hiroshi Tanahashi or Will Ospreay or any Minoru Suzuki for the love of God is in Chicago or he's in. Oh. I don't know if he's in Chicago. He'll be in I New York. Him. He'll be no. in New York. Yeah. This like, sucks. Satoshi Kojima is not all due respect to him. Ain't on my top 30 or 40 that I would want to see Moxley face from Japan. And, and I got people saying, oh, Tanahashi has a match in Japan on the fourth. That ain't my problem. That's not my they, problem. They, they, they brought it up. Like, they yes. they made it a, a thing. Like, they, they had the promo about it. I, I hope they knew he had the match on the fourth when they had Moxley name drop Tanahashi yes. out of nowhere. Um, and listen, I've, I've seen a lot of people um, uh, up and down my timeline being retweeted who are super psyched for this. For some reason, just the idea of you know the, this, but I I did appreciate Moxley trying to sell me a ticket to it. This crazy yeah, old course. man thinks he's got a chance with me in the ring. I'm gonna I'm gonna kill him. I, I don't want to, but I'm gonna do it. And it's that's what Mox is great at. But still, and all due respect, I love Joe Doring. I was watching Kojima lose to Joe Doring on Impact two months ago. Yeah, right. So. Yeah, it's like and and they I had people people making excuses. Oh, he's on his farewell tour. Nobody confirmed Tanahashi. Um, they had a COVID outbreak. I, All okay, right, nobody, okay. nobody confirmed CM Punk either. Nobody confirmed that for the show. You know who else has a COVID outbreak? The fucking world does. The yeah. world does. This is not a match that I look at and I say, oh yeah, that was worth all those promos. That was worth all this stuff. Like it. It just wasn't that. It was not that. Sawyer says, from the sound of it, Moxley was also disappointed. I hope they play into that, and this leads to a swerve. And you got Chris Reigns saying, I kept waiting for Mox to say someone else after that. I like. I was too, Robert, but I also know that Moxley's not going to disrespect Kojima like that. Right, and they did play it off like he was kind of upset. Oh, only one guy signed it, and I'll tell you who it wasn't. And then he just went in this big spiel of, I'm facing Kojima. Maybe the Tana match was late because they did announce it after they had plugged all of the stuff with Moxley. Maybe Arthur Ashe. Uh, Tanahashi's been very clear. I want to come over to America at least once a month. Hopefully they let him do that. This is a letdown. I almost feel like Mox could be doing more with somebody on the actual roster at yes. the show. So. Him, him facing somebody like a young talent on the roster would be more impactful than Kojima. And I got people saying Doring isn't Moxley. That's the point, Evan. Yeah. <laughs> Joe <sighs> Doring, who is good, I enjoy him, ain't Moxley, and he was beating Kojima in front of Impact nobody, by the way. In front of nobody. Yeah. Alicia Ellis was hoping for Jay White versus Mox. Buddy, I was hoping for almost anybody but Kojima. I do think the fact that he had just did a run in Impact kind of kind of took took away from that a little bit for me. Now, I'm sure I'll enjoy the match. Greg says, Mox wins and someone shows up after the Arthur Ashe show. I'm sure. And I know, extenuating circumstances couldn't be Kenta. They couldn't do him. Yep. Uh, But, mm. Nerd Guru says, how long till we get Moxley versus Punk, do you think? It will be a while before he faces him because they fought each other. But they do always have the ace in the hole of, I never fought this version of you i was hurt and unhappy you were just starting out and you weren't john moxley let's go intangible one says the wingmen equal the social outcasts fair i think they've got better in-ring ability though yeah 
without I do doubt. want Punk to go up to Ryan Nemeth and go, I feel like I've seen you before, and then just <laughs> walk away. Um, we got the Miro promo. He bring he talks about dragging Eddie Kingston into deep waters. I like that he brought up the Fuego thing. Yeah. He's like, you know what? He's like, I for- I forgive you. I forgive you. God has told me, this reminded me, there is an original sinner. And like he's, he's, doing, he's doing the whole thing. God has reminded me, this is real. Eddie Kingston, I will find you. I will drag you to the river. Like, I, I just love it. I love it so much. It's like, bring me the Mad King or I will burn this place to the ground. Like, how do you not love Miro? How is he not on every episode of Dynamite? Like, wrestling squashing some fool like not even in a, in a title match just yeah. just wrecking everybody i love him so much this version of him is perfect that's exactly what el ray velez says he says god i love this mirror it's one of my favorite versions of him uh robert anything to add to this this has become like a tradition where they they get him over by just having him talk for 30 seconds. i like the promos a lot more than i would okay he's gonna kill somebody this week that gets old the line that stick out to me is my wife will still love me because I'm the champion. We know for a fact, and they're not afraid of playing off WWE TV, Lana and Nero have had issues when he's not, you know, killing yeah. everybody. So they can make this very easy to transition her into the company if he loses. And now it's, oh no, she's pissed at me. <laughs> yeah. Crispy325 sends another nice super chat. Big thank you for all the, all the donations. I really appreciate it. And says, did you leave Las Vegas with more or less cash in your pocket? Well, I actually didn't bring cash. And I didn't gamble at all. Uh, but I did buy dinner for Joel Pearl and Hannah. So significantly less. Significantly. And then the three people I've never met, including one I later find out nobody knew. <laughs> by the way <laughs> very nice. i gotta hear the story of the stowaway I, I I just telling you. okay so very nice fella i got along with him great but you know i'm going to meet uh share delaware and joel pearl joel pearl who has no sense of direction whatsoever and he's like hey we got somebody else with us well there were two somebody else's with them and i didn't even realize and share delaware is hungry so we're like let's let's go out to eat we go to this, uh, I think it was an Italian, I can't, hell, I can't remember what it was. But I'm like, oh, I pick up the tab, and this person is, like, we're one person down about 15 minutes later. And I'm like, hey, where'd he go? And they're like, oh, we don't know. We don't know him. <laughs> He's been with us for, like, uh, like an hour. And I was like, what? <laughs> it's like, we were having full conversations with him. I, I liked him. He was very nice. He took a picture with me. <laughs> That's he awesome. took a picture with me. Love it. And we picked up his tab. We picked up his meal because he ate with us. And I still don't know the guy's name. Very nice, though. Chris Rain says, give me all the Miro promos. And Alex doing Miro promos. <laughs> Brian says, the nod to Dynamite, how much good you have to say for an episode we thought was just okay. Don't grade raw on a curve. Kate is awesome. We don't. We don't grade raw on a curve. We just say it's good for raw, mm-hmm. but it's still, you know, buried accordingly. Uh, Belcephalus says the super chat is just for being awesome. If I believed in a Zod, you'd be his favorite wrestling. So I don't know what that means, but I appreciate it. <laughs> Hot dog. Uh, backstage, we see Dark Order uh, arguing amongst themselves, especially Evil Uno. 
And we've got 813 Car Guy saying, who will be the one to get Dark Order back on the same page? I think it'll be Page and Negative One. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Negative, yeah. Th those will be the two. This was a natural progression of the story evolving, Robert. This was fair stuff. Yeah, this was. The infighting is a bit much, but they clearly have to stretch it for whenever Hangman is ready. I like the go stand in Silver Shadow, which is where you belong, which it's a bit of a dig, but obviously John Silver is one of the top stars of that group. Oh boy, I'll tell you what the highlight of this show was not. Red Velvet, Jamie Hayter. This was rough. This was yeah. not good for, for a number of reasons. Uh, Eloquent does point out the one good thing, the Jamie Hayter lariat was very, very good. Yeah, that was clothesline um, from hell type stuff. But Joshua brings up and says, not sure what happened with the Red Velvet Moonsault, but if Hayter stays that stiff, I am a fan going forward. And uh, Ryan Evans says Red Velvet may have gotten her bell rung or she blew up at the end. That may have been the most physical match she's been in and the longest one too. Well, it was not a good one. And here's how I feel. One, she missed the Moonsault by a mile, but you know what? Jamie Hayter didn't sell it. So I'm I, like, should she hit the moonsault? Yeah, sure. But Hayter didn't sell it. So whatever. Sometimes you miss some stuff. That ain't my biggest problem with this. My biggest problem with this is Velvet's going to the end of the line. She's not getting a title shot for a long, long time. Yeah. So just have Jamie Hayter go over really, really strong. Yeah. Have her go over. I mean, Hayter was really good in this match. It was those couple spots like where Velvet hit the ropes and I got somebody saying, Sean, you're crazy. Hater was fire. Listen to the review, my man. Yeah. Listen to it. Yeah. Uh, the her, her no selling that spot was fantastic. But there was a spot where the ropes got didn't get hit. And then there was yeah. it, there were just some rough looking spots. Um, there was a drop kick that sell that missed. Like it they were not on the same page at all, Alex. No, which is which is a shame because I've really enjoyed uh, Red Velvet's work um, uh, in other matches, and I, I really like the, um, the Jamie Hader. She's got a, a really a unique look uh, for AW, and she's big and strong, and she lays that shit in. I'm really excited for the inevitable. I'm done taking orders from you, Britt. Let's fight. I'm really excited for whenever the hell that happens. Um, there's there's some some really good stuff as we said the lariat looks really stiff i like it um i was really worried about red velvet when she missed that moonsault like she landed to, like all all wrong on top of her head and then jamie hater got said well you missed that moonsault so here's what i'm gonna do to you i'm gonna deliver like a, a huge clubbing blow choke backbreaker and then this huge lariat i hope you don't have a concussion from landing on your own head because now you got a second one from me hitting you that hard with that lariat. Like, hey, it's professional wrestling. Mistakes happen. But that was that looked really bad for, for Red Velvet, the way that she landed yeah. on that moonsault. Hope, she, hope she's okay. Uh, Robert, yeah. any thoughts on this? I, I think the idea was, well, we've been pushing Velvet. This is a chance to showcase Jamie against somebody we've been pushing. Clearly, they should have gone the route of Jamie just squashing her but jamie recovered nicely and did exactly what she needed to do i am a big fan of where they're going with her so uh we have alicia ellis saying thoughts on the women's battle royal on the buy-in and qt paul on the main card 
could have swapped those. Yeah. So as of now, there are 12 women TBD. We got Red Velvet, Penelope Ford, Diamante, Tay Conti, Julia Hart, Big Swole, The Bunny, Thunder Rosa, and Nyla Rose. That's a pretty uh, solid lineup so far for the Casino Battle Royal, especially when you got Swole, Rosa, Rose, and Conchi in there as well. I'm excited for that. Um, I think we might be able to see some surprises, maybe more than one there. Yeah, that'd be nice. Which would be nice. That's one of the matches, actually, I'm looking most forward to because, quite frankly, look up and down this card. You got Moxley Kojima. Eh, okay. You got QT Paul. Well, all right. That's just an exhibition. Omega and Cage will be great. I've seen yes. it. Yeah. MJF and Jericho. I've seen it. Yep. Young Bucks and the Tag Team Eliminator winner in the cage match. That's going to be fun. I'm sure it's going to be Lucha Brothers. Uh, but no matter what team it is, we've seen it, but it's in a cage. That'll be fine. Pack Andrade. That's going to be insane. Yep. This one I like. We're going to see somebody really rise to the occasion. Good chance we might see Thunder Rosa win this. Um, yeah. But we, we don't really know. But I am excited. Um, I, feel, I feel like this is on the, the buy-in because hopefully QT and, and tall Paul will be a minute and a half. Yes. And, and you, yeah. there's, they, they got to put something with, with some, some length to it on the buy-in. Yeah. Tony L says, nice to see take Conti back on TV again. <laughs> yes. And uh, she was asked about the dark order. Sawyer says, I want to see a returning Anna J to restore the dark order. Um, maybe, but I think it's gotta be page or negative one. I mean, I'll, I'll do respect to Anna, but. Yeah, I think I think that's what it takes. And Evan says, Evil Uno is so over with me. His live streams, new vlog series, and his ring work is great. Uh, just a really nice guy. Hope we can interview him, Sean. Buddy, I reach out to AEWPR at least once a month, sometimes two times a month, and say, hey, I'd love to do talent interviews. Hey, I'd love to do talent interviews. I've been given one by AEW this year. If you guys want them, send them, send them tweets. Let them know you want me to interview them because I've gotten one this year. But I am trying. I, I will not stop asking them. So I'll do my best. Uh, GSR Gaming says, any chance of Black versus Murphy at All Out? I don't know if Black is scheduled for All Out. Tremaine says, I need Sheeta to be given a chance to be a top contender in front of fans. She did similar work to Asuka during the pandemic and was awesome, in my opinion. Um, yeah. Hikaru Sheeta is not announced for this so far, is she? No. No. Man, I'm trying to think, like, has she been... Yeah, she worked Elevation a couple weeks ago in Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. She's working she, dark she, she, tonight. She worked here. Okay, so good. So she'll be announced. She'll be added to that. She'll be added to it, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Crispy325 sends another $20 super chat. Big thank you. Dial in again and call it a night. Thanks for all you do. Much love to you in this channel. Those other guys, they're pretty cool too. LOL. Well, we appreciate you so much. I can't tell you how important that stuff is to us. So thank you uh, from the bottom of my heart. Austin Leach says, <laughs> I hyped up Dan Lambert so much to anyone who'd listen when he first showed up in AEW, and this is where they're going with him. Uh, it is, yeah. It fe Robert, it feels like a lazy cornet ripoff. And, and <sighs> I'm sorry, but whether you like cornet or not, you're not going to do his thing better than him. You're not, you're not. And it really feels like that's what they want. But again, if you're going to bring in Lambert, you're gonna, you gotta bring in Tom Lawler. You gotta bring in King Mo, Alex Kane. I know they're not playing nice with MLW right now, but can we make an exception here? Because referencing 
that Ethan Page knows Taekwondo and karate legit just reminds me that I wrote an article in January this year that uh, the karate man killed Ethan Page. Yeah. So it's like he kind of goes against what you're saying about the fake wrestling. And I get it. And it's, it's a fine promo, but whatever. Alex, any thoughts on this? Uh, I mean, I, I appreciate that he's now like, okay, yes, I've 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 joined forces with these two gentlemen. Mm-hmm. And he's like putting them over like, hey, former MMA fighter, double black belt. So it's like kind of the thing like we have, I have actual fighters backing me. Um, I would like to see Karate Man go to ATT and like them have him beat up <laughs> MMA fighters. Yeah. Um, Dan Lambert like is like, this is my guy. This is my guy. I'm a big, big fan of Ethan Page and That's Scorpio great. Sky, but specifically Ethan Page. I think that guy is a future multi-time AEW champion. Like he's really, really great. Um, so if this gets him back on TV, since he hasn't been there, since he lost to, got put in a coffin by, by Darby Allen, like I want to see him on my TV screen doing stuff. So if this is what, if it's what it takes, fine. I'm, I'm, I'm glad it's him and not somebody else I don't care about, but I, I'm not big on the Dan Lambert promos at all. Well, Scorpio Sky does have an MMA background. A lot of people don't realize that. I don't know if they mentioned it here. He competed. Yeah. Did they? Okay. Yeah. Um, when, when I hear that tone and it's, it goes to millennials and I'm like, Oh Jesus Christ. It's, it's like cringe by the way, Robert, we can hear you clickety clacking away. It's obnoxious. Sawyer says Lambert's cringe Fox news rants. Need to get off my TV forever. What is AEW thinking? This isn't good heel heat. It's just not for me. It's not for me. Tremaine says, funny how they need a cornet type to make fun of cornet. Smells of Young Bucks creative. Uh, I think you'd be surprised at how little about creative that they they really contribute in that regard. Uh, Intangible One says, Jesus, Cash has posted pictures of the gash, and Luis posts a link as if I'm going to post that <laughs> on our show. No way, Luis. Not a chance. Well, Let's actually talk about the main event right now uh, because Brock Anderson gets out to the ring at about 9.56. So you know this one ain't lasting long. Uh, very clear WWE called up Brock Lesnar because they found out that AEW had the real Brock in the main event of this week's show. Valab says, I expected to hear adrenaline in my soul, something Cody Rhodes uh, after the main event. Flim Flam Mandrew says Brock should have died more. I agree. This should have been more of a brutal, savage, ass-whipping beatdown. Now, that being said, Anderson got color, whether he wanted to or not, and uh, Arn got kicked in the head. I love Lee Johnson. I do. I think he's great. I think he's a big part of the future. To me, this is not how you finish this show. No. No. Um. It is not how you finish this show. Ryan Martin says, I don't know what that ending was. Why would Arn block the black mass only to get kicked in the balls? Then Johnson coming out late, it fell flat. But on the bright side, Evan Wright says that his entrance rules Malachi's. <sighs> Alex, this 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 was okay. But again, that, that finish, it's like, oh, really? Yeah, no, this is very disappointing because I had worked myself into a shoot that somebody was turning up or or they were going to flash the 831 thing up yes. on the screen like it's it's Buddy Matthews coming. 
um, something. I thought maybe Cody Rhodes was going to run back with a chair or something, and they were going to run that back at all out, add that to the card. I don't know what – not that I would want it, but they, they were going to – it was going to be something. This wasn't – like, I, I don't know if it was Arn's idea, but you can't block – the black no. mass you can't you can't do one of those like if anything it should have broken his arm like you ah god and then the second one hits him not not the kick to the balls like no 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 no. and then i think what they're i think what they're doing is lee johnson comes back uh comes out and malachi leaves and then next week they're gonna add malachi versus lee johnson to the card and then malachi is gonna kick him in the face and then Cody Rhodes is going to come back, or Dustin will come out, and he's going to kick Dustin's ass the next time. Just so we can—I mean, I—I—I I, I, kind of was hoping that Malachi was done with the Cody thing mm-hmm. when he went like. I'm just saying, Cody, like Cody just, and Malachi Black were not on the All Out poster whatsoever. Right. And right. I, as last I checked, last I heard, I don't think Malachi Black was even scheduled for for that episode or for, for all out or the weekend or anything like that. Oh, this was just like, eh, okay. I mean, I would have been better with just him brutalizing Brock Anderson and staring down Arn Anderson and just standing over him. Uh, intangible one wants black versus Dustin at all out in a murder, Robert. That sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what we get. I think the overall payoff is Cody comes back and, I do think they're going to kind of run back the uh, dog collar. I think he comes back and tries to get him in that and maybe neutralize the black mass that way. I don't think Arn Anderson should ever block a black mass. I get what they're going for. Oh, he's a wily old man. You're not going to get me with that twice, kid. But really, he should have just hurt his arm and kicked his head off or kicked him in the other direction and said, I'm still going to get you. Just something. But no, ending with Lee Johnson on a night where it's like oh my god cm punk is back no yeah. disrespect to him uh, we're not ending the show talking about this segment so i think that yes. says enough should have put him all to sleep really quickly and you know what that wouldn't have been the worst thing for them because then they could head over to their helix sleep mattress oh my gosh let me tell you my quality of sleep since i got back from vegas through the roof I've been able to recover so much better. Helix Sleep, I use their mattresses. I love it. I took their quiz and I was matched with the Dusk Lux mattress because I wanted something kind of in between soft and firm. They've got a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. I don't know why you would buy a mattress that was made for somebody else. When you get Helix, you get a mattress that you know will be perfect for you. Everybody's unique and Helix knows that. Uh, During the pandemic, I was in the market for a mattress, but I did not want to go to a mattress store. So I looked around, I found Helix Sleep, and I loved them so much, I hit them up and I was like, hey, I'd like to work with you guys. And they said, heck yeah. They've got mattresses that are great for cooling you down. If you sleep hot, they got soft, medium, firm. They've got ones that are good for spinal alignment to prevent aches and pains. And even a Helix plus-sized mattress for plus-sized sleepers. So take the quiz, you order the mattress you're matched to, and it comes right to your door shipped for free. You don't ever have to go to that mattress store again. And you don't have to take my word for it. It's the top overall mattress pick by GQ, Wired Magazine for 2020. It's been recommended by a lot of leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as well. And when you go to helixsleep.com slash Fightful, 
you can take that quiz, get the best night of, your, night of sleep of your life, and offer up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. That's helixsleep.com slash Fightful. And if you're like, oh my gosh, oh no, that's a big risk. How about no risk? How about this? Not only did you get $200 off, two free pillows, it's shipped to your door for free, 10-year warranty, and you get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. If you don't like it after those 100, 100 nights or however many nights, they'll pick it up for you if you don't love it. They even have financing options and flexible payment plans so that great night's sleep is never far away. It has changed my life. My quality of sleep is much better. Oh, my gosh. I've got Crispy sending another one. Say last message, I need to get a good night's sleep. SRS's velvety voice will hopefully put me to sleep. You guys are amazing. Thanks for creating this venue for your fans. Well, we appreciate you attending the venue. We just hope that while you're doing it, if you're getting ready to wrap up and go to sleep, you're using helixsleep.com slash Fightful. And you know what? If you're into the furniture game, allform.com slash Fightful. A lot of great modular furniture. James Barr says, somewhere between soft and firm. Is this a blue read? No, it's not. It isn't, but I mean, if you want to use that while you're in your Helix mattress, I can tell you one thing. They're great for doing that business on as well. Tremaine says, the way you say Arn took the kick, the match at All Out should be Black versus Arn in a Texas <laughs> death match. I, I don't want to see Arn Anderson die on yeah. you. I'm good. <laughs> I just got to say, Arn and Ted DiBiase taking bumps in the same month. Wrestling is <laughs> back. Good, good shit. <laughs> this is what I liked. Man. Uh, yeah, and somebody wants once that match as well. So the two main segments we're going to talk about are actually promos. We've got Kenny Omega coming out with Don Callis and then Christian Cage interrupts and they play a video and they, they play up the history of Don Callis hiring Christian Cage, firing him and then favoring a 10 year old Kenny Omega and Kenny Omega is like, I was better than you when I was 10 and I'm better than you 27 years later. I thought that was a good line, but the best line was Christian trying to play Omega against Don Callis, and, and Omega goes, you think you know me? That was so clever. That was so yeah. good. Robert, this over-the-top stuff, and Mike Bond says, big pop for you think you know me, and Daniel R. says, do you think that was on purpose? Of course it was. Of course, of course. man. Like This is him being over-the-top, but I think it fits so well. Yeah. So good. I really enjoy this over-the-top Kenny. It can't stay forever. You know, we can't have a goofball Kenny Omega for the next three years, but it works right now. Don Callis is overhyping his ego and making him feel like the best guy in the room. It just works. I also like uh, Don Callis. Hold my scarf. You know what that makes me? That makes me like Bill Watts and Eddie Graham and Vince McMahon and... It just works. Don Callis is annoying as all hell, but that's the role he's born to play. So keep playing. Uh, Alex, what did you think of this? Uh, this was all, I mean, this is fine. And then Cutler gets in there with the, with the spray and uh, Frankie Kazarian has to run down and, and save uh, Christian cage. Cause he's the elite hunter. And uh, this is all, this is all well and good. They're, they're building this thing to uh to their match which i'm sure again is going to be a great match and yet i say again because we'll be seeing it again 
And I feel like that's something that like there are other things they could they could add to this card. The card's big enough already, I think, but they yeah. could add things to this card that would make me want me more excited. Like you could do Miro and Eddie Kingston on this on this card, and like just Eddie Kingston getting the shit beat out of him, and just right before Miro stomps on his back to put in the the uh, his his the, the game over, like just see. Eddie Kingston with blood running down his face, just flip him off. Like there'd be so cool stuff you could do. That's not on the card. I mean, there's yeah. other things they could do, but this feels like deliberately not the most important mess on the show because punk is on the show and it's always felt like that's where they're going toward. But I feel like you don't need to do that. Have, have to have a co-main, have a co-main that everybody wants to see both matches as opposed to what we're going to get. I will say this at some point, Kazarian's got to start like actually trying to hurt these people because just chasing <laughs> yes. after them yeah. is getting a little old. Uh, they have never teamed before, and that that was surprising to me because they both spent a good amount of time in in TNA together. Um, Nerd Guru says it would be nuts if Cole and Brian debuted Arthur Ashe. Uh, New York would explode. Hell of a way to start and end the show. Both confront confront Kenny. It, it is far from a guarantee that Adam Cole is even going to leave WWE on right. Friday. Far from a guarantee. Uh, you, you, I tell you what, if there's one person that can't say, you know what, they've booked me like shit. I haven't yeah. been in creatives. Like Adam Cole has had the dream situation there. Like creatively satisfying stuff, important stuff, championships, working with his friends, cool merch. Uh, cool to some people. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, we got Ben saying, I don't get the big deal with Omega. He's good, but no Cesaro versus Brian. His whole shtick is goofy. Am I supposed to take him seriously as a world champ? If you want, but I, I don't. You're supposed to take him seriously in the ring. Yes. When, 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 when Kenny turns it on and says, you're not winning this match tonight, that's when I take him seriously. Yes. When he's out there wearing his ridiculous sunglasses and his, his floofy shirts, and, and he's out there going, you think you know me? You think you know me? No. I don't take him seriously, which is why I think the dichotomy works between yeah. that guy and the killer, the cleaner in the ring. Yeah, there, there are a lot of people that think or always thought that Big E needed to change it or anything like that. And I'm like, man, I watched Daniel Cormier become one of the greatest heavyweights of all time. And he would do skits where he was dancing in his underwear with ice cream falling around in the background. Like it, it, it happens like that. Uh, Ryan Evans says, do they hold off Adam Cole debuting until after All Out? Feels like it would be big considering the Bucks and Omega teasing it. It is not guaranteed yet. There's no hold, There's nothing to hold off. There, there's nothing to hold off right now. There's no deal in place yet. AEW is very specific about not contract tampering. Now, contract tampering within this realm, obviously there's some flexibility given who his girlfriend is. But... They, I, there has not been an AEW offer officially made, from what I understand. But CM Punk cut a promo. He uh, came out. He was interviewed by uh, <laughs> by Tony Schiavone, and it was very simple. It was very to the point, and this is what everybody cared about, Robert. Yeah, this was the most fun you could possibly have. Punk is having the time of his life. Far be it for me, he seemed like he hated wrestling, and now it just feels like, okay, I hated where I was, and I needed to clear my mind, because he seems so happy, and just so in love with life. And seeing him in the ring with Shivani, 
really cool moment that you never think you'd see. So that was a lot of fun. And he got the promo very good. He's looking forward to Penta and Jungle Boy, and he's got to get through Darby first. And then he said some other things. Yes. Uh, Dragon Master Adam says, terrible crowd tonight. Punk working for that pop. JJ Lee says the crowd was mid and so was the show. Loved Punk, though. Crowd was okay. I mean, by WWE standards, it would have been really, really great. But that's not the situation. Uh, Alicia Ellis says, am I only the only one surprised Punk and Darby didn't come out face to face, but their segments were back to back. Did that surprise you, Alex? I thought they might have done like a, a punk leaving as Darby comes down for the match, considering they were back to back and like they, they kind of pass each other on the ramp and do a little nod. But if you're not going to have them actually really interact, then keeping them separate is probably the way to go. I love this line that we have a super chat about. Chris rain says, love the line where he said he was retiring the name yeah. voice of the voiceless because AEW has voices and people listen good. Well then in that case, give more time to the women's division Mm-hmm. Stop doing pointless matches. They stop doing gang wars all the time. Yeah. We, ha- we had somebody say, oh, well, why don't you ever talk about how they don't do gang wars? It's like, well, because I shouldn't have been talking about it in the first place. I shouldn't put them over for not doing running something in the ground. Like, that should be a bare minimum. But yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. Now, the thing that everybody was talking about were the BW on CM Punk sneakers do you think he's talking about Bray Wyatt, Alex? Uh, I think I think he's trolling us in a lot of different ways, and I, I yes. think I think it's great. He's very smart. I love very Wyndham. Love <laughs> love that shit. Bishmack says, "Get the sense all out is booked to appeal to fans coming back for Punk's return." White Christian Pack Moxley Miro Jericho, all names people who stopped watching over the last five years will know. Yeah, I agree. But Moxley would have been facing somebody else if that were the case right Mm -hmm. uh because quite frankly if it were to get fans like that back they would have relied on another former wwe name or something like that instead of kojima all due respect but during this promo the crowd chants yes 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 and um punk says you know what that's somebody else's stick and maybe you just have to be a little more patient before you get them Bodyslam.net reported uh, the day that I reported Punk was in talks that Daniel Bryan was in route. We've got James Barra says, weird question, but why not debut Danielson in Seattle? Well, James, I would imagine they want him to wrestle before 2022. (laughs) So that's why I probably would do that. But this is what everybody was talking about, Robert. The, the, The awesome thing here is it wasn't even supposed to like it wasn't something he worked in it was organic and he just threw it out there it was and boom we're off to the races Uh, it's so much fun to think about cm punk and brian danielson in the same company after having been wwe headliners and they didn't even belong there now they're in a place where they can dictate the pace this is going to be a lot of fun when they both get there Oh, man. Tons of super chats about this. Kyle says he loves punk uh, teasing Brian without spoiling it. Well, Alex, I mean, I was I was pretty frank about this. when Before I broke the, the CM Punk story, I was fearful of Fightful getting blackballed. Mm-hmm. Well, as it turns out, AEW didn't give a shit, ultimately, because they said as much on the post-show scrum, it being a poorly kept secret right. was a good thing. Yeah. The thing is... Okay, but maybe it didn't show in the main event tonight, 
but AEW is or or in the Kojima thing. Yeah, they're very good about teasing things and delivering. Mm-hmm. Alex. Yeah, um, the thing I loved so much about this is you could you could if you go back and watch it because I went back and watched it like three times. Mm-hmm. You watch Punk's face as they're doing the yes chance. Like, does does CM Punk still have it? He asks himself, and they go yes. Yes, and he gets this little smirk on his face. Like he's thinking it and he's wondering, should I do it? Should yeah. I say the thing? And then he 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 can't help himself. He he knows he's not supposed to, but he's a little kid in a candy store and he can't help himself. And he does the line about the, somebody else's stick. You guys will be a little bit more patient. And then you can see him go. Oh, I might not have been able. I probably shouldn't have said that, but okay. And then, anyway. and then he screams out. September 5th. <laughs> uh so good. Like this is what this is what you're watching for. Yep. It sure is. Orlando says, "Now I know you can't tell Punk any spoilers. He'll tell anybody." I mean, I've been very transparent the, the word of the talks that emerged from his side. That, yeah. So he was very excited. 813 car guy says punk's shoe said AC last week. Just caught that. A lot of people are saying, Oh, it's always Chicago forever. Chicago. And I was like, well, that's a new one to me, bud. Haven't exactly heard that one a bunch and I'm not from there, but whatever. Uh, Negan mock says Daniel Bryan to AEW confirmed. I mean, Hey, maybe, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we're all out of excitement right now, but there's, Nothing deep I can dish on that. Uh, CM says, a mad dynamite will always be better than a bad Raw, so I can't be mad. How do you guys think Daniel Bryanson debuts and with who? Uh, that is that is a rib on me because forever I kept accidentally saying Brian. I, I would say Daniel Bryanson. Daniel yeah. Bryanson. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. But um, how do I think he debuts? I think he walks out and stares at somebody and does yes, 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 repeatedly. I think that's how it is. How do you all think? That's what I would do. I mean, maybe MJF, if I had to guess the who, MJF is a good one. Or at this point, just Punk. You know, when's the last time they were in the same ring together? Just Maybe it's just CM Punk. My God. Orlando Orego says, I loved AEW tonight, but tonight was a May show. Or I loved AEW, but tonight is a May show. At least they're setting matches up for All Out. This was a missable show to me. I really do yeah. think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sawyer says, will the dorks who complain about the press spoiling debut be mad at Punk now? Will Punk be mad at Punk now? That's the question <laughs> I have. Uh, yeah. Oblivious Kyrie says, when Daniel B lands, there will be no competition. Uh, Alicia says she didn't notice the AC on Punk Shoes Friday. Mike Bond says, "Well, CM Punk block block CM Punk for breaking wrestling news." Shout out for Cassidy uh, taking his well-deserved victory lap on Twitter tonight. Yes, Cassidy and um, Body Slam. I mean, it's never for sure until they show up, but they have been doing good work, and um, I think they should be credentialed for shows. I think they should be there. They they do good work. I think it was bullshit that one of their writers was kicked out of the NXT thing a couple nights ago. Uh, I thought it was ridiculous. Caleb says, SRS and everyone at Fightful, keep up the great work. The tease from Punk is all what we needed. That's the most super chatted thing is the tease. Mm -hmm. The tease. And I love it. 
I love, I, but the thing I love about the most is that it wasn't part of it at all. It was just a thing he thought of in the moment, knew he probably wasn't supposed to do it, but did it anyway. And that's what made it special because it was, it, again, the thing I always talk about is there's a connection from the performer to the fans and back to the performer that like, that, that is unrivaled anywhere else with live performance. And, and he got a cue from the audience that he didn't know he was going to get when he walked out there and he couldn't help himself. It was just magic. And uh, he posted on his Instagram story, a zoomed in picture of him shaking Daniel Bryan's hand, Brian Danielson's hand at uh in ring of honor. Yep. Ian thinks if Cole comes, he could cost the bucks it all out, buddy. There are an infinite amount of possibilities yeah. with that guy. Um, I mean, Brit, Dr. Britt Baker DMD said at a Comic-Con this past week, she's like, well, obviously there's a mixed tag that I want really, really bad. <laughs> and, buddy, you, you, we saw AJ Lee today say, this is now a Dr. Britt Baker DMD stan account. Yeah. What I would give to just see Britt Baker walk up to CM Punk and look at him and say, I'm glad somebody in your house finally decided to show up for work. <laughs> Ooh, because the promos between AJ Lee. Oh my God. And Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. Oh boy. L Milkman says real excited for whenever Brian Danielson shows up. Uh, Alicia Ellis brings up AJ and says, my brain tells me that AJ was suffering with bad back issues and won't come back. But my heart says anything is possible. My eyes tell me anything is possible. Edge is wrestling right now. Yeah. They thought I he... Yeah. And I've I've said this like she doesn't have to wrestle, she could be an amazing manager. Oh like, boy! Replace Vicky Guerrero with yes. AJ Lee and see what Nyla Rose can become with with AJ talking for her. Robert, she was the most interesting character when she was like the um, involved with everybody on the roster. She was the most interesting aspect of Raw at that point. At one point, Vince McMahon made the decision to, okay, let's make her the GM because she's that compelling of a character. Yep. That is a hell of an approval. Yeah, AJ Lee was so good. We'll never get the credit for it because she left right as everything was booming. I hope we see her again. Chris Rain says, give me Brit versus yeah. AJ. I mean, we, we know that Brit wants it. It ain't a big secret or anything. She mentioned it at a Comic-Con. She wants that match. And if there is one person who can conjure aj lee out of retirement with a microphone <laughs> it's dr Britt baker dmd like i'm excited to go to 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 the cincinnati show and for her to tell us that her all-out opponent uh buckled under the pressure like joe burrow's knee i am excited to mm -hmm. get ethered by dr Britt baker and that's what she does and the crowd will be like boo then they'll be like dmd dmd just how it'll work Alicia says, I don't want either Darby or Punk to lose. Oh, Darby's losing. Darby yeah. ain't winning that one. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, we got Kyle saying, if AEW get Brian, how much is that a loss for WWE not keeping Brian? That's a huge loss to me. Yeah. This is the guy, and I know all the eyes were on Sasha and Bianca. This is the guy that closed out Mania. This is one of the three people that closed out this year's WrestleMania. Yeah. How do you let that go? Yep. It is a huge loss. Sergio says it feels like they made all out. Uh, sorry, uh, the all out card underwhelming due to Punk coming back to the ring. What do you guys think? Uh, Alex, it definitely feels like they think they can hook their wagon to CM Punk's return match. Mm -hmm. And it, 
very clearly they're saving some stuff because one, Moxley, there's you ain't gonna tell me Moxley was supposed to fight Kojima. No. And we know Omega was not supposed to fight Christian. Right. I I when the card comes out for Arthur Ash, I think you will see some stuff there that we would go, oh, that was supposed to be the all-out match. But they're doing their biggest show ever on Dynamite. Everyone's going to tune in. We're going to pop a 2 million rating. We're going to go balls to the wall to do the biggest show possible at, at Arthur Ashe. That might be Brian's first match back. Uh, like, who, whatever. Like, it could be, they could be heavily teasing Adam Cole to show up there at that point. They're trying, I think they're trying to make that the biggest thing they've ever done. And along the way, they've got this all out show. So let's find a way to like make that important too. But we're saving some big stuff for the Arthur Ashe. See, but I don't want this to become, well, Goldberg beats Hogan on Nitro, but he's fighting Conan at the pay per view. Like you can still do both. Lisa Lockhart says the punk line about being a little more patient after the yes chant broke out was fantastic. Supporting my guys for their hard work. Well, we appreciate you, Lisa. Thank you. Chris Rain you. says that Britt got Britago over at the United Center. She looked surprised that that chant started. I'm not, I'm not surprised. She's when you're over, you're over, man. You're over. Yeah. Nerd Drew says if punk doesn't GTS sting next week, I'll be sad. He should. He yeah, absolutely <laughs> should. That should be what they close rampage with is that uh, Tremaine says what's going to be great about Danielson is he's going to get a standing ovation for just stretching guys out. He doesn't need to flip. He's on another level. Dare I say that his WWE style was more demanding than his non WWE style. Yep. Um, he, he worked, I, I feel like a much faster pace in WWE than he did outside of it. Yep. Chuck says, is Elevation going to be taped in Cincinnati? If so, I'll be chanting Tall Paul the whole five hours. <laughs> Elevation, can't wait to see you there. I think so, uh, but Rampage is supposed to be. Uh, so I, I don't know, but uh, I would imagine so. Tremaine says, the Sour Graps guy really doesn't want Christian Omega. That takes a lot of apathy. Real diversity at Fightful. <laughs> you guys are great. <laughs> well, now, hold on. <laughs> Christian versus Omega. Christian versus Omega. (laughs) On Rampage. It's one of my favorite top, uh, one of my favorite uh, TV matches of the year. I loved Christian versus versus Omega on the first Rampage. But I also saw it on the first Rampage. If I had not seen that match, I'd be really excited to see Christian versus Omega and All Out. But I saw it like two weeks ago. And to me... That that feels like it lessens it. I mean, come on! If you're gonna if you're gonna, I'm 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 way more critical of a lot of other things than that. It was, still, it was a good super chat. It really was. <laughs> Trevor Town says the best thing about Miro's promo was the original sin bit. Eddie got a contract after losing a TNT title match. Long term storytelling. It is. It's so good. It's so good. Jack Murphy says, I wanted to talk about Tall Paul's great theme. Well, it needs to, they need to cut the wheel. And it just needs to start with Tall Paul. Tall Paul. Oh, man. Ian Hunter said, New Japan just posted Archer teaming with Suzuki September 26th. Hoping we can get them against Men of the Year. Page in the ring with Suzuki would be amazing. That, yeah. That's a match I didn't yeah. know that I needed, and now I want to see Now it, I but, do, yeah. But uh, you know what else I want to see? 
I want to see Alex Pawlowski and Sour Graphs. Oh, wait, I can twice a week on FightfulSelect.com. You know what else happens over at FightfulSelect.com? We post stuff today like backstage news on CM Punk's return, uh, updates on Pete Dunne's WWE status, his contract. How about yesterday we posted a pretty big bit of information that was controversial because we were right about it. Adam Cole's contract, when that expires, uh, a little bit of stuff there. Uh, an NXT name that had returned from injury, which you guys now know. We had some Raw plans the other night. Uh, we had Adam Cole updates all week long. Buddy, do I have more contract news for you guys. You guys are going to want to subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. Alex, tell them about Sour Graps. Uh, uh, twice a week on Fightful Select, uh, I review uh, once uh, Raw which is uniformly awful every week, and SmackDown, which usually has some good stuff on it. Um, uh, but overall, everything sucks on the, on the Sour Grab show. Uh, it's a gimmick. Don't get mad at me. But um, on Tuesdays, now that, that NXT is in a new era, that Sour Grab show is in a new era because we have a new co-host, Kate Hensler, who was on the show last night and killed it. Killed it. She was she killed it so hard. She was in uh she was dressed for a funeral. That's how That's hard amazing. she killed it. it was, she, um, brought, she brought flowers. She got she brought, she brought flowers. Jesus, uh, this it woman. was fantastic. She's she's amazing. She's a perfect co-host for it. Um, and, and we, we had a lot of fun. Um NXT is going to be changing a lot over the next few months. Um uh probably I'm gonna go out on a loop. Say a lot of us are not gonna say are, are, are say not for the better. So it's perfect that I have somebody else with me who's who's a little bit of a sour grap and not as much as me to maybe even me out a bit. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Robert, what do you get going on? I'm the poor bastard at Fightful that has to cover Monday Night Raw every Monday night. That's what I've got going on. I will say this week. Not as many rematches. And next week, already, not as many rematches. Yeah. So that is good. That is good. So we're getting better. But I do that every Monday. I, of course, do this show every Wednesday. And I'm here every day of the week helping write the news, helping the great Jeremy Lambert. I will be dropping an interview Friday about a brand new wrestling game. And, of course, follow me on Twitter to see where else I'm talking into this microphone. Yeah, guys, shout out to FightfulGaming.com. We've got gaming news over there all the time. We broke we broke the news on Saturday that WWE 2K22 would not be out this year. And then, ah, that's of course, a yeah, uh, <laughs> Tremaine says Giannis was at the Rampage taping. Giannis to AEW confirmed. Yeah, I think so. I think sure. I think Giannis uh, would eventually sure. do that. Good. Sure. Um, I mean, and, and good, because he is a legit megastar. Like. Yeah. That's a big get for them to have on their show. Yeah. Guys, thank you all so much. Please subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. You're going to want to. I want some Brock Lesnar news. How about some more contract news? Oh, Fightful Select. See, listen to Robert. Robert's even like, oh, because I haven't told him. And here's the thing, guys. Even if I'm not on some of these post shows coming up, I pass along some backstage notes to the, the hosts. So, uh, check it out, guys. Until next time, we're out.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.